In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is among us. It's good to see all of you. Brings joy to my heart. Welcome home. This morning, we sang the special hymn of Pentecost. O heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who are in all places and fill all things, treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and dwell within us and cleanse us from every blemish and save our souls, O blessed one. And I thought, well, it might be good today to study that prayer more closely. O heavenly King, now, when God called Abraham from his father's house into a new land, God promised him a great nation would come forth from him. God said, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who cursed you. And in all your tribes of the earth shall be blessed. Generations later, God, God called Moses to bring his people out of the land of Egypt from slavery into a promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And God said to them, I am your God and you shall be my people. And God sent his people in that promised land, yet they were not satisfied. They wanted an earthly king. They didn't like the fact that God was their king. All the nations of the world had kings, but they didn't have a king, and they didn't like that. So the people entreated the prophet Samuel to ask God for an earthly king so that we can be like all the other people of the world. And Samuel was hesitant, for he knew that they had a great sin in this desire. But they pressured Samuel all the more. And he spoke to God saying, God, they have rejected me. But God replied, no, Samuel, they have not rejected you. They have rejected me to bring to an end my reign over them. And so since we do not reject God, but acknowledge one God in the Holy Trinity, we begin by saying the prayer, O heavenly king, he is our king, and he is heavenly. O heavenly king. The comforter. Jesus spoke to his disciples telling them about the coming of the Holy Spirit saying, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper who will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. The word helper is translated from the Greek word parakletos, the paraclete, right? Parakletos, which can also be translated as comforter, counselor, and advocate. All attributes that are used to describe how the Holy Spirit can help us. So we call him the Comforter. The Spirit of Truth. This is an interesting one. Jesus Christ himself called the Spirit the Spirit of Truth. Now when Jesus Christ was delivered to Pontius Pilate for execution, Pilate asked Jesus if he were the King of the Jews. 
And Jesus answered Pilate, he said, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And then Pilate was a little confused and he made a funny statement. He says, what is truth? It was not as if Pilate did not know what the word truth meant. Pilate was an intelligent man. He did not ascend to his place as governor without knowing the ins and outs of politics. He knew that worldly truth is often distorted and manipulated by men depending on which point of view or which agenda they wish to push or support. Now when Pilate said, what is truth? Jesus never engaged Pilate any longer. Pilate in his search for truth. Jesus was speaking of a different kind of truth than Pilate was used to encountering. Jesus was speaking of a godly truth a truth that is pure, holy, sanctified, one that cannot be distorted or manipulated by men of the world. That truth is usually a simple truth, and men of the world hate that kind of truth, especially those who like to control others. So Jesus Christ asked the Father to, quote, sanctify them. He's talking to the disciples and us. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So we pray, the spirit of truth, who are in all places and fill all things. In the book of Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, the very first chapter, it is written that the Holy Spirit was hovering over the entire face of the water before the earth was visible and before light was created. The Holy Spirit hovered over everything, everywhere present. Fifty days after the Lord was resurrected from the tomb, he fulfilled his promise to the disciples and the Holy Spirit descended upon them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. We heard that today. Feeling all things. St. Paul was blinded by the light of Christ on the road to Damascus. And Ananias laid his hands on Paul's head and said, Be filled with the Holy Spirit. At our baptism or our chrismation into the faith, the priest puts his hands on the head. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And St. Paul's scales fell from his eyes. Immediately he regained his sight and was baptized. So we say, and we pray, everywhere present and filling all things. Treasury of blessings and giver of life. St. Paul went forth to the Gentile nation, teaching them about the Holy Spirit of God. He would teach them, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit are wisdom, understanding, knowledge, godly knowledge. And then he would tell them, and the fruits, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, 
peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, and self-control. We could use a little bit more of those gifts of the Holy Spirit in this day and age. Too much rage, too much hatred. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, self-control. Wow. God made man from the dust of the earth and breathed in his face the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The breath of life is none other than the Holy Spirit. So we pray, and giver of life. Jesus told his disciples that the Holy Spirit would dwell with them and be with them always. And so on this day of the Feast of Pentecost, we celebrate the fulfillment of the promise given to the prophets of old, waiting for the day in which the Spirit of God would be poured out on all people. And did we not pray this morning that the Holy Spirit be poured out on every single one of us? We celebrate today in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, just as St. John the theologian was while he was writing the book of Revelation. He was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. Many of us remember that Sunday is called the Lord's Day. Some of our younger people may not realize that. Sunday was actually called the Lord's Day for the longest time. Sunday's the Lord's Day, not ours. He was in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit was with him on the Lord's Day. And so we pray that the Holy Spirit come and dwell within us and cleanse us from all of our impurities and save our souls, O blessed one. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us. So good to see all of you.